Jazzcast Pros. Before I had children, whenever we had an event, I was always 30 minutes early. I was, I'm a stickler. I don't like being late for mm-hmm. anything. Eh, I don't think I've been on time for anything in the last. <laughs> I haven't been on time. I mean, I have, but it just takes a lot of effort. Let's just say that I'm never 30 minutes early for anything anymore. That is hilarious. But parents across the board are raising their kids and most are not taking time to take care of themselves you know it's like self-care what it's important because you have to have the ability to take care of others you really have to plan it helps with your stress level to plan i shouldn't have to get up early you should want to get up early because even if it's just five minutes i've learned to appreciate even five minutes have a mm-hmm. moment to reflect, set your intentions, yes. or, you know, just, just get your mind right. Welcome to Living the Front Seat Life. I'm your host, Kelly Marie, and I invite you to take this journey with me. We're going to be talking about all things mental health and emotional well-being. You see, I am a overcomer. If you are interested in figuring out the path for you, determine how and where you will drive your future this is the place to be we get to determine the ride we may not get to determine the weather or who's on the road with us or if it's going to be a scenic route or not but we are the drivers so join me on this ride living the front seat life Hey everyone, welcome to Living the Front Seat Life podcast. This is your host, Kelly Marie, and I feel like I'm supposed to give you some announcements that Jazzy T told me to. Um, today's podcast is all about parental self-care. And you know, I have my resident mental health mom, Vicki, is here and is ready to give us all of the tips and all of the goods on parental self-care. How's it going, Vicki? It's going. Hey, how you doing, Kelly? <laughs> it only took a little while to make it here. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. If you guys could, like, we probably should have recorded some bloopers and, and stuff for later because we were struggling, y'all. Technology can be your friend and your foe. Seriously. <laughs> okay, so parental self-care. I wanted to make sure that we didn't just say like moms, because that's so easy to do to fall into the cycle of only acknowledging moms and and the issues that moms face. But parents across the board are raising their kids and Mm -hmm. most are not taking time to take care of themselves. You know, it's like self-care. What? It's important because you have to have the ability to take care of others and From what I've experienced as a parent who rarely took care of themselves, (laughs) that it can be very hard to take care of ourselves when we let ourselves go. We're trying so hard to make sure the kids eat, but we're standing at the counter just eating the scraps off of their plates. Mm -hmm. Or we want to make sure we get them into sports, but we're not working out and taking care of ourselves. It's important to do that because if we don't, then our when our bodies start to fall apart, it's a little bit too late and you have to catch up. Yeah. So 
it's important to have that self-care routine and it's not easy by any means. It's definitely not easy to get into a routine, but once you do, it becomes a lot easier. The best suggestion I can make for you is that if you're doing it for your children, you need to do it for yourself. You have to make a schedule for self-care, whether Mm -hmm. it's, you know, washing your face as a routine. I'm going to wash my face with my favorite cleanser every night Mm -hmm. or every morning. Or when I cut up and make the lunches for the kids, I'm also going to make my own lunch. How about that? And I, it may seem very simple, but it's, it's so important that we remember to take care of ourselves. I've watched a couple of videos online about struggle care, you know, individuals, and it could be anyone who gets stuck in ruts mm-hmm. or they're taking care of other people, but they just get such in a rut that they're not able to do basic tasks like clean the house mm-hmm. or you know, do other things and you begin to struggle because you're struggling with your basic everyday tasks. You're kind of stuck in a rut. You deserve to have a space, like one small space in your house um, that's just for you, whether it's your, you know, it's kind of like your woosah space. (laughs) You know, this is my, I sit and read or, you know, just one small little space. Mm -hmm. And like, I have a small space in my office and I have an orchid and an aloe plant and I haven't had plants in the house for over 10 years. And after I put those plants in the house and I haven't killed them yet, (laughs) (laughs) it's so wonderful to be able to look at those plants that I'm growing. It's, It's a quiet place in my office and I love it. And so that's possible even if you don't have office space. A corner, a chair. This is, you know, dad's chair, mom's chair. You just have to be creative sometimes. Yes. And space can also be just the certain time of the day. Sometimes you have to figure out the best time of the day to do something. Even with me on the call with you right now, I knew at like seven o'clock, everyone is fed. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily time for bed. You know, I gave them instructions, let mommy just do this for a half an hour. And then, you know, you can come and bug me for, (laughs) you know, fruit or whatever you want before you go to bed. But if it means you getting up 15 minutes earlier in the morning to have a cup of coffee with yourself Mm -hmm. um, or with your partner or with your dog, go for a walk, something, get up 15, 20 minutes early because we all know when we're rushing to get the kids on the bus or we're rushing to drop them off at school, 10 minutes makes a big difference. It does. I haven't had to worry about that in, well, quite a mini decade. But I do remember that, oh my God, it's 7.02, you got to get outside, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, right, that Mm -hmm. rush and knowing that if they miss that bus, that throws off the rest of my day. Mm-hmm. Like you have got to, I don't care if you only have one shoe, put the other shoe on when you get on the bus, but you got to get out of here. Listen, the rush, that rush in the morning, it really sucks. I'm sorry. There's no other way for me to describe it. It has, it gives me anxiety if they're like moving slow. And so what I do to help me is that I prep, I make sure I have 
a lot of their lunches ready at night. So it's the preparation. Mm-hmm. And then I don't, I'm not under extra stress in the morning, which means they're not under extra stress. Because you don't want to send your children off angry or crying or anything when they're going into school because we got up, you know, 10 minutes late. Right. So I try to get up, get myself ready first. Then when they wake up, their breakfast is waiting for them. I'm making their lunches and we go on our way. So it's just, what do you, your kids are older now. They are a little 10. bit older. So it's different than having that five-year-old, that six-year-old. Well, children are unpredictable. I don't care what age they are. Amen. <laughs> You know, they really are unpredictable no matter what age. There's always something. So when they're younger, you know, there's different things that you're dealing with. Now, I have twins. Mm -hmm. So it was twice as it can be twice as challenging when you're dealing with them at the same age and trying to get them out or if you have multiple children. Mm -hmm. But with younger ones, it's still helpful to prepare. But you also need to be a palm tree. (laughs) You know, as a parent, you really need to be a palm tree. I mean, one that can withstand a hurricane of raising children, palm tree. Yes. Because you never know how it's going to be. You have to pad your time because my friends always joke with me because before I had children, whenever we had an event, I was always 30 minutes early. I was I'm a stickler. I am like a time fanatic. I don't like being late for mm-hmm. anything. Eh, I don't think I've been on time for anything in the last. <laughs> <laughs> you really have to plan. It helps with your stress level to plan. I shouldn't have to get up early. Mm-hmm. You should want to get up early because even if it's just five minutes, I've learned to appreciate even five minutes. And that five minutes you could take to... Stretch, reach your arms up, bend down, touch your toes, have a Mm -hmm. moment to reflect, set your intentions, or, you know, just, just get your mind. If you've been thinking about starting a podcast and you want to include interviews with people across town, Riverside.fm offers unbelievable high-quality recordings regardless of your or your guest internet quality. And it also gives you separate audio and video tracks for each person speaking. And unlike Zoom, you don't have to install anything on your computer, and your guests don't either. Head over to Riverside.fm and use promo code JazzyCast to get 60 free minutes of recording and 15% off a membership plan. I'm right. As little as five minutes can be beneficial. Yes. And sometimes you, you may not necessarily get it, so you have to figure out how you take that little time. You know, as parents, sometimes we don't even have that when we're in the restroom. Right. So, you know, taking that time, but you have to be able to be flexible. So the flexibility of parenting and then don't, you know, let's not um, forget about parents who have children with special needs, Mm -hmm. you know, because that adds another layer. So it's like, well, what do you do when you have a child with special needs? You still need self-care. You still need respite. So it's seeking out organizations that can assist you. Uh, in terms of getting more education about possibly about your child's condition, mm-hmm. whether it's um, an IEP, you know, indiv- individualized education program, or, you know, a 504 plan if it's a medical plan. Mm-hmm. Um, one of our girls has a 504 plan in place, 
and it's medical because she suffers with migraines Mm -hmm. and we manage you know but you know there's some days that we may not even make it to school you know and when that happens you know what it happens i cannot control it right you know but we just have to to manage the best we can the most important thing is that you know that everyone is okay and i think that is so huge you summed it up you know it's managing so that everyone is okay it's not always going to be ideal. It's not always going to be perfect. Raising kids is messy. But people that raise one child have a totally different experience than raising two children. And two children, you know, close in age. If your kids are 10 years apart, that's a big difference. So, you know, it's it's different because you have a child that is relatively self-sufficient and then you're dealing with a, a, a newborn. But, you know, having kids for me, mine were back to back. And so I always, for seven years, had a kid in diapers. You know, Mm -hmm. someone was always in daycare. Someone, you know, always needed extra assistance until the youngest became old enough to be self-sufficient. So it's not always easy. Although I will say something changed between two kids and three kids. That first kid, I was very much that, that new parent. The second one, I became, you know, the traditional second parent. But when I hit three kids, I don't know. It was just different. I'm like, y'all, you know... Feast or famine. <laughs> Y'all make it. Well, yeah. I mean, you, you're right. You said a few minutes ago, you know, kids, raising kids can be messy. Was that in a literal term? <laughs> yes. Yeah, because, literal yes. and figurative. Yes. Uh-huh. And you know what? That's, uh, okay, I cleaned off the counter mm-hmm. and it's Monday. And then you turn around Thursday and the counter is back cluttered again. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's typically how it happens in this home, you know, where I'll clean off the counter and I'll say, I accomplishment, turn around, it's back, you know, lunch boxes, whatever. And you have to do what's best for your mental health. Mm-hmm. And I like to not have dishes in the sink at night, but it doesn't always happen like that. Mm-hmm. You know, there might be some nights that I'm falling asleep at the counter and I'm like, okay, you need to go to bed. And I go to bed and I get up earlier in the morning and then I finish them. So you have to do what's best for your own. And getting enough sleep is key. You have to get enough sleep because kids, no matter what age, they will wake you up out of your sleep. I don't care if they're grown or if they're younger. They can wake you up and interrupt your sleep or if you're worried about something so it's having proper sleep, having proper hydration, and eating the right foods. Because we'll feed our kids, you know, or we feed our kids a lot of fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just what we do. But they like other stuff too, chips and candy, but we don't give them a whole bunch of candy. But you also have to put the right nourishment into your body. And I feel as though as parents, we tend to, you know, eat on the go. And so that goes into... Do I decide to think about my meals ahead of time and prep them? I'm trying to do a better job at that and to help others at with ideas for food prepping. You know, just to give them easy, quick ideas. I mean, some of my ideas are not quick, but mm-hmm. they're good. <laughs> <laughs> and you do share them. You share them online. You know, you share them on Instagram. And I'm, you know, still waiting for either drive-by and pick up your plates on the porch <laughs> or something. It's all good, though. <laughs> I know, I know, but sometimes pre-prepping your meals, it takes the stress 
melts away when you come home. If you're working outside of the home or even if you're at, you know, you're, you're stay at home parent, knowing what you're going to eat will, can save you a lot of money because mm-hmm. ordering out now can cost like 40 to $60 just to order out some, something simple. Some basic, yes. Yeah, even if you plan your ordering out night, that is something for your own self-care that you say, okay, on Fridays, I'm not cooking, we're ordering pizza. That's a decision that you make for your for your family. Mm-hmm. I use a meal prep service, and I find that I spend less money than I would grocery shopping, while the meal prep service is more expensive than ideally I think I spend at the grocery store. I really don't go to the grocery store anymore. And so when I do, I'm going to get like coffee creamer, things that I can't get from, you know, Blue Apron. But I have healthy meals. I have it set up so that when it's just me in the house, I have my dinner. And then because it's two meals per recipe, I have my dinner and then my lunch the next day. As soon as the food is ready, I make the lunch container that goes in the fridge and then I sit down and eat. When my son's home, it's a little bit different because then that's the second meal. But at least I'm still getting that nourishment that I wouldn't ordinarily get from eating a bag of potato chips, which I do have potato chips for dinner on occasion, maybe more (laughs) often than I should. I don't know if anyone should ever have potato chips for dinner, but, you know, it's real. I mean, you don't feel like cooking. There are no meals prepped, right? You want a little snack and the snack turns into a meal. So it does happen. It does. But I do find that that meal prepping or at least, you know, planning out your meals is beneficial. Right. Um, when For it, sure. Yeah, well, even with, you know, with the, the kids, and again, this is going back, you know, the youngest is 21 and my oldest is 25, turning 26. So they are definitely at a different point in their lives. But even as a parent with adult children, I still have to practice self-care. It's necessary for me to draw boundaries. I mean, they are not doing anything but being my kids, right? They will always be my children. And I think that gets lost in the sauce as well. Parenting doesn't Mm -hmm. stop. It changes, but it doesn't doesn't. stop. So you still have to practice self-care. You have to draw those lines and boundaries, whatever they may be, and be okay knowing that you did the best that you could or not. I mean, but Mm -hmm. yesterday is yesterday. But today is is what we're going to focus on and how we're going to move forward. So I encourage you guys, develop a plan. Vicki, you hit on some amazing points. Uh, I truly appreciate it. And I know that folks are, are, this will resonate with them. So I would love for you guys to put in the comments what you do as a parent for self-care. Uh, it could be something absolutely hilarious. It could be something that is serious. You know, parenting, <laughs> you get creative, man. You get real creative. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and, you, and there's tons of things. You know, you can use apps, self-care apps. Mm-hmm. You can, you know, whether you read, listen to music. I mean, music is a is an all-time healer. You know, with your kids, you know, they'll make you go there. You, either, you have to either pray for them and let them learn on their own. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's many, many things you can do, you know, call a friend, you know, have a conversation with a friend or reach out to a professional. They have tons of organizations that can help parents with parenting, things of that nature. There's, there's definitely help out there. And with that, Vicki, thank you so much. You got to come back again. 
because I love our conversations. Thank but, you for having me. Oh, always. And, you know, we're going to get it down to actually it being a half an hour start to finish. I'm surprised, <laughs> you know, we were able to, to get it all in in the time that we did. But, the you know, practice makes perfect. The more often we do it, the better it will be. Yes. Uh, so thank you. Thank you so much. We'll have to have you come back and talk some more about parenting and mental health and, and what it means to be a healthy, mentally healthy parent. So until the next time, guys, remember dial 211. If you're looking for services, uh, if you are in crisis, please call the Crisis Prevention Helpline at 1-800-273-8255. 1-800-273-8255. Um, dial 911 if you're experiencing a medical emergency, or you can text uh, home to 741-741 for a crisis counselor as well. So until the next time, folks, be the light. It is always a pleasure to share this space with you all as well. Leave your comments, like, share, subscribe, all of that social media stuff. Do all of that for us here at The Front Seat Life. So until the next time, be the light. Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm Kelly. The host of Getting Real with Bossy, the real, raw, and honest podcast about small business ownership. We created Bossy to be a safe place to ask the hard questions and to get support that's necessary. With our experience, nine businesses in over 25 years, we continue to bear it all and share what we wish we had known. We move past the must-be-nices and start getting real. Come along as we interview small business owners and get the true story. Leave with another tool for the next time you feel alone on this journey. Business ownership leads to unexpected knowledge. What are you an expert at? Tell us at Getting Real with Bossy and subscribe today.